Well, hello there. So what's new? Well, I got older. Woo woo woo. <laughs> A podcast about being a woman today. The good, the bad, the ugly, and the mad. This is Best Friends Talking. It was very nice. I got to sleep extra. I got gift cards and I got to not cook, which was my birthday wish. So <laughs> good. So you are you had a little birthday party with your family, little family there. Yeah, we had some champagne, me and my husband. Champagne is always a good move, I think. Always. I saw your getaway. It looked really beautiful. Oh, was yeah. it in Lofoten or where no, was it? It was actually, it's called Flainvall. So it's just outside Buda. It's just like uh, with this little, um, this boat out on an island. And uh, they created this place called the Arctic Hideaway, which is just so stunning by this, um, like he's an international renowned architect, Samir Intala. And he happens to live in our street, which is kind of cool. But anyway, he... Uh, so they created this project and it's called the Arctic Hideaway and it's like these small little cabins and a sauna and it's just really, it's not so many people that actually use it. So we went out there and we had it all by ourselves, which was kind of insane. It looked beautiful. It's just like laying there in the middle of the ocean and it's just wild and crazy and we were so lucky with the weather because it was so warm. It was just really, really good. Really, really good. So I totally recommend to everyone, especially locally, you know, if you if you can make it out there. But I think that goes for everyone, actually, you know, look in your, your nearby environment because that's the thing you get now this summer is that you can really explore what's near you. And there's so many cute little treasures, you know, so... You mean you have to because you don't have a choice. You can't really travel. Yeah, well, I choose to see it as a positive thing, you know. It actually gives you the opportunity... And I can hear Emma in the background. She agrees, you know. It's like local environment. I mean, the other day we went out to this um, waterfall, which is like an hour drive from from here, and it was like a fairy tale waterfall. It's just insane. You wouldn't have done that if it hadn't been for the tale. Oh my! Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do as well. Um, we have this kindergarten is starting next. I mean, now this Monday, woo! So excited <laughs> about that. Uh, but after, it's only going to be three weeks kindergarten, and then it's going to be summer vacation. So we're planning on not staying home then, because that's going to be really depressing. That's going to be like Corona isolation. So we're going to go somewhere for sure. I'm not sure if we can stay the night or if we had to go on day trips. But mm -hmm. maybe we can rent a house somewhere yeah. along the coast. So. So that we can be by the beach every day, because that would be lovely. Yeah, and the children love that. They just love mm. and by the water. Yeah. yeah, my little toddlers, every day we're going to the park and he's like, we're going on a holiday, we're going on a holiday. I'm like, mm, 
we're going to the park. Yeah. He's like, no, we're going to a holiday. Yeah. And he packs his things. He really wants to go on a holiday. Yeah. Well, that's so cute. Yeah. Well, we had, you know, we had actually, you know, even though the whole Corona thing is still, I mean, it's opened up a lot more here. And we had the 17th of May, you know, the National Day of Norway. That's uh, lovely. Norway Day. I see that. What's it called in English? The Norway Day? I don't know. Anyway, it's the National Day. So, that was the 17th of May and we weren't really able to do it, you know, as we do it normally here in Norway with the parades, especially for the children. They go in the school parades and put on their best clothing and the traditional outfits and whatnot. So we actually had a little bit different this year. We invited some friends and my parents, some children. We had like a big dinner at our house. And we had such a fun day. And we did this little parade actually in the in the street. Our street has this beautiful little community. Uh, so the children really had a lot of fun and, and, and we made this great food and we had lots of wine and champagne. And then suddenly at one point, you know, I keep telling you about stories like, you know, what I'm not prepared for, what my boys do. I mean, they're good boys, but suddenly um, <laughs> we discovered that um, our six-year-old and his cousin, she is seven, they had been... They found the spray can in the garage and they had done some graffiti on the backside of our house. Luckily, it was on the backside, but it was like yellow, neon, scribbles, big ass, all over the wall. I was wow. like, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> so did they get a lot of... Um... Like, did they get grounded or something or what happened? Well, first, of course, my husband, you know, my husband, he has this, you know, somewhat of a temperament. He was like, he thought it was the older boys and, you know, they're, they're naughty. So he was like, you guys come here. Tell me what happened. They were like, no, 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 it was not. It was not. <laughs> and it was like this old drama. And then the little guy, I just saw his face. And actually what had happened before was that, I saw that he was in the garden suddenly had, you know, taken off his nice outfit and it was in his uh, like a track suit or something. And he was watering the plants and waiting in the garden. I was like, why, why is he doing that? Like in the middle of this party, that was a little bit of odd. And he was being really like, <laughs> like, why, what, what's happening? Why do you feel like you need to do something nice? Yeah, I realized shit he did something really bad and he understood us so <laughs> that was really bad <laughs> yeah i just spray painted our house <laughs> that's really cute though he's like he, i did something bad so now i need to do something good so i'm gonna wear the plants that's gonna make up for it oh painting their God. house yeah yeah <laughs> that's funny how old is he he's six Oh my god, he has this most angel face and like, you know, those eyes and he's just like, I I I yes, I did it, mom. <laughs> but never the mind. I mean, it was not in the front of our house. It's in the back, so there's only forest behind and you know, the occasional moose passing by. So, I we got to paint it, but it's not happening right now, that's for sure. Hmm. So, but those are the things that can happen, you know, when you throw a big ass party. So, yeah, that's when you, what happens when you don't watch the kids. They start painting your yeah, house. I guess that's what happens when you sit and just keep drinking wine <laughs> and don't yeah. watch over your children. Yeah. 
No, but it was fun. We had the best day and actually turned out to be the least stressful 17th of May uh, we've had since we've had children. And um, even my dad said, I mean, not that I look for his approval, but he even said that this was one of his best 17th of May ever. So, you know, I'm going to take that. I'm, I'm bringing that with me. It's a good one. It's good. What did you guys do on the 17th of May, by the way? Well, I'm surrounded by Swedish people. We have my husband is Swedish, and then we have a Swedish au pair. Mm-hmm. So I'm the only one who takes responsibility for these things now that we can't go out of the house. Mm-hmm. So we just had a brunch, a nice brunch with typical, like a Norwegian 17th of May breakfast kind of food. And then we decorated the table with flags, baked muffins. And we watched the TV show from Norway when they sang the national anthem and we saw the royal family come out on the balcony. And Yeah, very good. It's just nice to, to celebrate, I find, you know. Of course, yeah. Anything. Yeah, yeah, anything. Any anything is, you know, any excuse to make a little party or a celebration, I'm up for it. I love it. Me too. Mm. Mm. We're such a party people. We are. <laughs> Please don't ask me why, but I have been thinking lately, what categorizes smart people? What do they do? And what what is it that the smart people do? And then on the other hand, what is it that the not so smart people do? Hmm. And how can you notice this in other people? It's interesting. And I started thinking about it. And for example, one thing that I think typically categorizes a smart person, this is something that a smart person would never do. Smart people never act surprised. <laughs> what? <laughs> to elaborate on this one. <laughs> Smart people don't act surprised. Because think about it. When you act surprised, if if you're really, really smart, you know everything already. So you're never surprised. Nothing can surprise you anymore because you're, you're so smart. You know it already. So it's a smart reaction of something. I feel like it's nodding already before you know the before the other person is finished sometimes yeah and saying yes really really fast before you even had the time to think about what the other person said you can so there are some tricks you know if if well, you want to see what you're saying now is that that could also imply that this person is either ignorant or even you know like unempathic or emotionally flat like that's also something I think it's interesting that you kind of, you draw the conclusion that this is what smart people do. They don't act surprised. You mean like they don't have like, they don't uh, express emotions kind of like unfiltered? No, but think about the opposite. If you think about the opposite, you know what I mean? Like the opposite is a person who's always surprised. You you say something to another person like, this is a blue orange. And the other person is like, what? <laughs> is it? Really? <laughs> oh. Did you just say a blue orange? Yeah, I mean, it could be a orange that's been colored blue and then you're going to show it to the other person and the other person's like, what? And it takes a lot of time to process those news. You know, that's not a smart person, obviously. Mm-hmm. You agree, right? Totally. I'm also just feeling like I'm so not falling into that category. So I know exactly, you know, like I'm I'm one of those unsmart people always then. You know, I, I'm very often surprised. <laughs> That's not true. You don't I, seem I'm surprised. Surprised in general by life. Like what? 
disagree because I don't think that you seem surprised like ever. It's not about, I don't think it's about, like you could still be surprised, but it's more about the reaction that you show others, mm. you know? It's so of that. course you can get surprised. Yeah. But even if you're surprised, you can still, I think it's your mind working faster so that even if you're surprised inside of you, you have the intelligence to be like following the other person's path mm. so that you get more information instead of, wasting time being surprised mm. and getting everything explained one time one extra time you can just go along with whatever the other person is doing and then you will understand eventually mm. as the conversation unfolds and i think you're very good at that i mean you're a psychologist so that's you're not a, you're not a person who's like really and then you give like a look stupid at someone like you don't do that. You're very understanding when, when someone says something. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. But you know, this being surprised is all about how you are being empathic in a way, how you contain yourself when the other one is sharing something about their world. And then you're just like, okay, how do you take it? It's uh, really empathic to don't be surprised. Because if you're very surprised, then it's like you don't understand the other person's, what the other person is doing. Yeah. And this can be simple stuff and more complicated stuff. It's like how you put the dishes or how you walk or, or where you're going to go or what are you going to do? Yeah. If the people around you are like, really? That's what you're going to do? Yeah. What? Yeah. Then you don't feel like you're being understood. Absolutely not. Yeah. So I think it's it's nice to also not be surprised. So it's a good thing that we all should strive I, against. I had a colleague once that was really good at uh, interviewing other people. And she was always like this. I, I remember that I noticed when she talked to other people, they were telling things. And she was always nodding and, and saying like she totally under like, yeah, I totally get like, yeah, yeah. And she just went along with the, the information. And that's a very good way to talk to others because then yes. they share more as well mm, because they feel like, yeah, someone is uh, hearing me here. I can talk. I can continue talking. I can. If you act surprised, they'd be like, what? Then people are going to shut down. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. It's a way of really engaging and listening and, and not sort of bringing in your own stuff all the time, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love this. Funky mm -hmm. how you sit around and think about these things. I have so much time to think. I know, but it's great. I love this. So did you have more on this point or you want to jump over? To Another thing that I thought about is that, and this is maybe you also categorize this as uh, ignorance, but the thing is, I feel like smart people, they always in some elegant way kind of don't sweat the small stuff. They don't talk about little teeny details problems mm. they kind of just in a miraculously way jump over it and just talk about the important stuff and if some other people start talking about small problems they can kind of just ignore it mm -hmm. and yeah. this might not always be such a empathic way of being but but it's i still think it's kind of categorizes smart people well, I think definitely it's empathic because it's more like seeing the bigger line and really listening into the message you're trying to convey and not like being, you know, held up in details. Yeah. Mm. Do you have an example? Well, if you're, if, because the opposite would be to always, I feel like I'm not always so good at this because I can get caught up in, in details, especially after becoming a mom and especially after becoming quarantined mm -hmm. because then you you do get caught up in stupid little details that doesn't really matter in the long run. But, you know, this is what we have here now <laughs> to work with. That's how we get caught up in these small things. 
deal with it. Yeah. So, but but I really wish to be more like that. That I I don't think because it's boring as well. You know, talking about small details. Yeah, and but you know what? Our mind is kind of wired like this, and actually, that's you know, in the far end, that's what happens when you get like caught up in like uh, thought chaos or worrisome thinking. What you get in in patterns of depression or anxiety is that actually you know, we keep focusing on things that are insignificant, you know, but then we start to just kind of pay attention to it because we have a lot of capacity, obviously, in our brain. Uh, and so, indeed, you know, what you say, you just have all this time to sit around and think, and then you start thinking about things. And the more you sit and think, the more you get hang up on details, just because that's, you know, the backside of having such a brilliant brain as, you know, as human animals does. And then, in the end, if you really sit there in the darkness, you just get really caught up on all the details, which is not helpful. You know, you kind of lose the bigger picture. Yes, because then you can you can agree with yourself more and more and being more and more agitated because of really small things that happens. And it's no point, really. No, it's no point. But well, the point in itself, I think the brain, if you look at the brain as a as an organ, is that the only thing the brain wants is to be correct in a in a in a sort of a normalized modus. And that means that whatever you think, it just wanna have some sort of confirmation of that your thoughts or the way you are thinking is correct. So it doesn't matter if the content of that is bullshit. You understand what I mean? Mm. so that's just the pattern of you know how the function of our brain so that's you know i think you you make a very valid point like it's it's important to to stay alert to not be caught up in all these details because then you know you're on the wrong path going down (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah this is what can happen when you're isolated with (laughs) your own thoughts yeah i mean we can laugh about it but it's true and i mean a lot of people you know in the everyday life already, you know, you, we struggle to, to sort this out and then it comes to quarantine and you're like, shit, what's happening? Yeah, that's really, really bad. Mm. Well, I like this, the, this points you're having here. Do you have something else, something more? Well, I mean, this is a detail, of course, but I think smart people don't walk around with their mouth open. <laughs> what? You know, if you think about it, there are some people who always walk around with their mouth open and <laughs> you don't look smart. <laughs> true, true. Oh my God. I'm From now on, I'm going to start paying attention to this. Like you're out of quarantine absolutely yeah absolutely this the, the lockdown is is i mean it wasn't that bad here in the north um already but uh we started they started schools again you know um four weeks ago so yeah definitely i feel you know we, we can go to the stores the stores are open cafes are open but you know it's not 100 percent normal but yeah it, we're still just doing our normal things, what we do in everyday life. We move between the house and the school and the work and the grocery store. And yeah, it's pretty normal. Mm. Mm. The only thing that didn't open are the gyms. They they open like medio June. They do? They do. 
Wow. I know. Wow. Well, that's uh, somewhat surprising, but I guess in Norway, this thing is kind of um, under control now. So I guess yeah. because gyms are really gross. Yeah, but they had to do a lot of changes. I don't even know what, but you know, yeah, it's yeah. a potential disastrous area, of course. But on the other hand, they opened so much other stuff where, you know, if there were contaminations, we would all be pretty fucked already. So it doesn't quite yeah. make any sense. But anyway. no. I guess in Norway, this thing is not really a big problem anymore. Nope. Well, that was the insightful session. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just want to add also, if you're chewing gum, it's not a good thing. You don't look smart chewing gum. <laughs> okay. Don't chew gum, people. Doesn't look Especially good. with your mouth open. No. That combination is particularly not good. Don't do it. Also, I think if you're looking in your phone and laughing <laughs> while other people are around you. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> you mean like you're looking on your phone, but you're not watching anything. You're just watching yourself or... <laughs> No, I'm, this is more probably over on the social intelligence area that you shouldn't do it. <laughs> don't look on your phone while you laugh. Don't laugh and and don't share. Yeah, it's like excluding other people, you know? Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got it. I will try and avoid all <laughs> things for all it's worth. It's you have to off. remember, Yeah. don't chew gum with your open mouth. Yeah, my God. it's gonna. Well, you act surprised. <laughs> And looking on your phone laughing. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Till next time.